I'm Kevin Gale, voice of the Crusaders, and this is Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics, presented by UMass Memorial Health. On this episode, we're celebrating Black History Month here at Holy Cross. Our guest today is Gary Aqua, class of 2014. He was an All-Patriot League honoree and team captain of the football team before later serving as Holy Cross Varsity Club president. Gary, thanks so much for joining us. Welcome to Seder Stories. Thank you so much for having me, Kevin. I really appreciate being here. Growing up in the Bronx, when did football really become your first passion? Uh, it's funny. So I actually played basketball all my life before uh, getting on the football field. And when I stepped foot in high school, a couple of the athletic directors and the coaches saw me and a few friends walking through the hallways and said, hey, you know, we have a football practice this afternoon. Just come by. And that's kind of where it all started. I think growing up in the Bronx, it's a little tough to have the space you need to actually play football. There are only a couple of Pop Warner teams. There are a lot more now, but um, when I was growing up, there were about one or two. So really stuck with basketball. And when I got to high school, was introduced to uh, to the game and uh, fell in love with it from there. Yeah, that was a pretty good recruiting move because you had an outstanding high school football career at Mount St. Michael in the Bronx, all-state selection, playing both defense and fullback. Oh, and by the way, you were inducted into the National Honor Society. You had basketball as well. How did you make the most of your time and energy with all that involvement? I think it was one, we, I lived pretty far from the high school I went, uh, went to. So uh, when we basically get on campus, you're there for the whole day and I think a lot of the support that we have from our coaches and the faculty, because we had a campus style feel at my high school, it was easy to be able to stay there all day. And we had the support that we needed across the board from, you know, academic help after school and then always being around your coaches who were trying to get you better, whether it's preparing for football season or the off season or uh, basketball and, and obviously both seasons run at the same time when it's coming towards the end of football season so it was pretty much figuring out a way to quickly transition from one to the other so spent a lot of time on campus doing that with all your experience i'm sure you had plenty of great college options how did holy cross first land on your radar as the right fit for you i would say my visit to holy cross for my recruiting day it's a Pretty cool story. For me, it was the people that I met, specifically some of the alumni that uh, my parents had the chance to speak to. I think one thing that really stood out, and uh, you know, I'll never forget it, is being told not only by the coaches, but it's really powerful to hear from individuals that support the program. That hey, when you graduate and when you're done playing football, there's a future out there. There's an opportunity for you to connect with hundreds, if not thousands people that have come before you who will value your Holy Cross education and put you in a position to be successful as long as you work at it, right? So for me and for my parenting, I think as an 18-year-old, uh, for me, it was more about, hey, I want to go play football at a Division One college. But I think the maturity of being able to, one, listen to my parents and also take in what I was hearing from the individuals that I spoke to that are now you know, some of my best mentors, being able to understand that there is a path that, you know, you can form and you'll have the support when you leave this place is what really drove me to um, to make that decision. I'm so glad that you pointed out the connection that your parents felt to the college as well. So often, I think we forget that this really is 
a family-wide decision. And it carried down to your younger brother, Kenny, who followed your path to Holy Cross. You actually spent two seasons together on the football team. What were some of your favorite memories as brothers here at Holy Cross? Favorite memories, I, I think uh, for, for us, we, we love to eat. So whether if it's breakfast, uh, lunch was a little bit tough with different schedules, but being able to have dinner together, you know, when I go off to college, it was the first time that we had been apart. So when he got on campus, it was, you know, we picked up right where we left off and was able to, um, you know, eat together, hang out together. Uh, and I think one of the coolest moments was being actually able to play, you know, I think a couple downs together when he was a sophomore, I believe. Yeah. So being able to play a couple of downs, I think for me, it was cool, obviously, to have your brother out there playing defense together. And then also it was big for us because we made it easy on our parents. They didn't have to choose right. the favorite son, right? They didn't have to choose the favorite son, which probably would have been him, but we made it easy for them to be able to come and uh, support us as we, as we play together. And then I believe we also had a chance to play together when we played Fordham in the Bronx. So that was a, that was also cool. Uh, great homecoming opportunity. And you really made the most of your Holy Cross career. You definitely stacked up a lot of individual honors, including all Patriot League. But I've got to ask, what, what would you say was your proudest moment as a member of the Holy Cross football team? It's always funny hearing from uh, somebody that went to Holy Cross that lives in Boston now, but uh, beating Harvard in 2011, that's also, that's always a good feeling because we do come across paths with previous athletes that went there, um, I would say that. And also the first night game that we played against UMass in 2011, I think it was the, well, it was the first time that Holy Cross had a night game at Fit and Field. So you know, just being able to have that be my first game, actually being able to play and looking up in the stands and seeing you know, the support, how crowded it was, uh, it was, it was definitely a great feeling and something I'll always remember. Those were some big time opportunities and a great statement win against Harvard. Since then, Holy Cross has become a football power in the Patriot League again. Now five regular season titles in a row. How do you feel that you and your classmates in the 2010s helped build the foundation for what's been built now? I think I think it was the work ethic, right? We had some tough seasons when I played, but I think having the underclassmen coming up and seeing how you know when you play for a program like this yeah it's going to be tough and you know you're traveling around the east coast playing some of these teams but um just the work that we put in we wanted to make sure that we set the right example right whether it's film study it's coming to practice on time just doing things the right way really building that foundation i think has helped this program definitely move forward and I'm happy that I was able to be a part of it. And you know, I still speak to a bunch of player, current players now and players that came after me. And you know, something that I always hear is how you guys went about your business and you know, treated it like a full-time job. And, and college football is a full-time job, especially nowadays. You know, we talked a little bit about playing two sports before. I couldn't even imagine being able to do that on a collegiate level. But really looking at your craft as a business and uh, making sure that Everything that you're doing on a day to day, whether it's taking care of your body, listening to your coaches, uh, studying film, doing it all with a purpose and doing it the right way. You know, I think it all contributed with the underclassmen really learning and, and honing in on making sure that everything that they were doing, they're doing it with, uh, with a purpose in mind. Let's take a short break. When we return, we'll talk with Gary Aqua about his work as president of the Holy Cross Varsity Club right here on Seder Stories. At Fuel America... 
We've created a place for people to gather, to share their stories. We are a destination, and we are a starting point. Because Feel America is not just our name, it's our mission. We are UMass Memorial Health, and innovation is something that defines us, that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone, to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Wegmans Meals To Go makes eating well extra easy. Power up with one of our poke bowls or poke salads. They're made with all your favorite sushi ingredients and served over your choice of greens or grains. Pick from shrimp, king salmon, ahi tuna, and more. And poke is just the beginning. Our fresh-made salads, hand-rolled sushi, and other favorites can be delivered right to your door with a simple tap or click. Order on the app or visit Mealstogo.com. Select stores only. Minimum $20 order for delivery. Check availability in your area. The right way to top a sub is with real red wine vinegar made from red grapes and no food coloring. And the right way to film it is in slow motion. Obviously. Because authentic ingredients make a sub above. Whether you are looking at hosting a birthday party, corporate or youth team outing, church group, or just a night out with some friends, Holy Cross Athletics has just the experience to make your event unforgettable. Holy Cross Athletics offers a number of interactive group experiences where your groups can even have the option of adding food and drinks to your experience. For more information, please call 1-844-GO-CROSS or email us at tickets at holycross.edu. Holy Cross men's hockey is hosting a quarterfinal playoff series in Atlantic hockey for the first time since 2018. The best of three series will be played at the Hart Center Friday, March 8th through Sunday, March 10th. Get your tickets now by calling or texting 1-844-GO-CROSS or visit goholycross.com slash tickets. Welcome back to Sater Stories presented by UMass Memorial Health. I'm Kevin Gale, joined by former Crusader football player, Gary Aqua. We're celebrating Black History Month here at Holy Cross. Gary, how have you seen the college lead in terms of promoting diversity and inclusiveness? From an enrollment perspective, being able to go out and understand that there are different communities out there that probably might not even know where Worcester is. Just the outreach in general that um, the leaders from a DEI perspective that the school has made an investment in to actually go out and look at some of these diverse communities. Uh, that has to be the biggest thing when it comes to enrollment. You know, you see that there are different individuals that will either know about Holy Cross from an academic perspective or from uh, usually a athletic perspective, but being able to now look at different areas around the country where they can go and get you know, diversity from a talent academically perspective, from an athletic perspective. I think that is what they've done a good job with over the last few years to grow that enrollment side of things. I definitely see it here hosting Seder Stories, meeting tremendous athletes like you from, from all over the country, from areas that probably had never considered Holy Cross before, but the profile has, has certainly grown. When you look back at your time at Holy Cross as a student athlete, how well supported did you feel on campus, both academically and athletically? Um, academically, definitely felt supported 100% because 
you know, coming in usually as an 18-year-old, you're thinking, I'm, I'm here to play football. I'm just trying to do whatever I need to do to get on the field. But just speaking to different professors that I've had throughout my time at Holy Cross, they understood that one, you know, something I mentioned before, you they made it very clear that this is something that's not going to last forever, obviously. So having them understand one, where I come from and also just what we had, what we had to go through from an athletic perspective, time management, they were really supportive and lenient when it came to just understanding, you know, maybe we might not be able to make this class on a Friday because we're traveling and making themselves almost available at any time. I'm still surprised at how many times I can go. I was able to go to office hours or meet with professors or teaching assistants one-on-one to make sure that, you know, anything that either I had missed or something that I had to make up, they were understanding. And not only did they want to see us do well on the field, they wanted to see us do well academically as well. You also took advantage of a great off-campus opportunity in the summer of 2013. You interned at ESPN headquarters in Bristol, Connecticut. But this was a very specific internship. Your focus was on diversity, inclusion, and wellness. What did your duties look like on a daily basis? And what did you learn about the corporate focus of inclusion? Yeah, so when when we look at DEI now, I think uh, it's something that's mentioned all over the place from a corporate perspective or even academic institutions. So that was actually the first time that I had come across the term and the actual role for my internship. And one thing that I was tasked to do or my project that I focused on that summer was the employee resource groups. And that was really important to me because even though I was an intern, I felt that I had you know, a direct impact on how individuals felt when they came to work. So being able to show up as your true self, as, as we would call it, when forming the ERGs, whether it was, you know, any specific ERG that we were working with, just making it known that, you know, even though this is such a huge company, when you think of ESPN, uh, what we did was form different groups within the company to be able to come together and have certain meetings, just one as a group, but then also invite others into that specific group to be able to learn about, you know, what's going on and, um, you know, just see different ways how we can all come together. Let's take one last break. When we return, we'll talk with Gary Aqua about how he's using these experiences with the Varsity Athletic Club at Holy Cross right here on Seder Stories. We are UMass Memorial Health, and innovation is something that defines us that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone, to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Wegmans Meals To Go makes eating well extra easy. Power up with one of our poke bowls or poke salads. They're made with all your favorite sushi ingredients and served over your choice of greens or grains. Pick from shrimp, king salmon, ahi tuna, and more. And poke is just the beginning. Our fresh-made salads, hand-rolled sushi, and other favorites can be delivered right to your door with a simple tap or click. Order on the app or visit mealstogo.com. Select stores only. Minimum $20 order for delivery. Check availability in your area.
The right way to top a sub is with real red wine vinegar made from red grapes and no food coloring. And the right way to film it is in slow motion. Obviously. Because authentic ingredients make a sub above. We are UMass Memorial Health, and innovation is something that defines us, that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone, to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Getting that perfect slice is satisfying, fulfilling, and rewarding too. But we don't do it for fun. We do it for fresh. Slice to order makes a sub above. The Patriot League basketball tournaments are fast approaching. Don't miss your chance to see Holy Cross men's and women's basketball host their final home regular season games at the Hart Center. Dave Paulson and the men welcome the regular season champs from Colgate on Wednesday, February 28th, while Maureen McGarity's first place Crusaders chase their own championship in the regular season finale Wednesday, March 6th. Get your tickets now by calling or texting 1-844-GO-CROSS or by visiting GoHolyCross.com slash tickets. And of course, once the Patriot League tournament brackets are released, GoHolyCross.com will have all the info on tournament tickets, dates, and venues. I'm Kevin Gale, voice of the Crusaders, and this is Sater Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics presented by UMass Memorial Health. Our guest today is Gary Aqua, former All-Patriot League linebacker and Crusader class of 2014. Gary, in 2022, you took on the big role of Holy Cross Varsity Club president. What motivated you to give back to the college in this role? Actually, when I graduated college, uh, the current president, then Victoria McMahon, she extended out an invite for me to join the varsity club. And, and from there, I fell in love with it. You know, she was someone that always supported us, what we were doing, either academically, athletically. And I think seeing how the club really focuses on the well-being of student athletes, the student athlete support, alumni engagement. It's something that I wanted to stay a part of, specifically our Hall of Fame, being able to induct you know, past players from whatever sport it may be into the uh, Holy Cross Varsity Club Hall of Fame was something that was important to me. I was recognized when I graduated with award and I just knew that different past players being able to come back with their families and be recognized again was something that I wanted to be a part of. So over the past couple of years, it's definitely been rewarding. One, seeing that as our big event and being able to host it has really been eye-opening and connected me with a bunch of players that maybe I didn't know or didn't know their stats or what they did when they were at Holy Cross. So having them have their day, bring their family to be recognized, uh, it's still something that is very important to me. And I know for everyone that's involved with the Holy Cross Varsity Club is definitely one of our uh, main events of the year. I've heard the impact from so many Hall of Famers that have been here on Seder Stories with us. How do you see that ongoing connection really start to grow stronger after engaging these athletes and, and like you said, really bringing their friends and family to Holy Cross? Yeah, I think, I think one very, very important thing is having our current student athletes understand 
what tradition means and what tradition has come before them, right? Because it wasn't a lot of social media back then. And just being able to now not only go and get press clippings or videos of what these Hall of Famers have done, but I think that face-to-face -face interaction, and even if it's just a uh, digital interaction over email, text message, being able to see what they did, how they did it, how they went about getting to the point of being able to get inducted to the Hall of Fame, not only one as a student athlete, show that we respect and support everything that they have done for the college and continue to do, but also it shows the current student athletes that if I can learn from this one, see how they went about their business, see how they went about attacking their sport, their specific event, we can be able to get to that point too. So I, I think it works in, in favor for both sides where the Hall of Famers, you know, we have nothing but respect. I want to make sure that we remember and we respect everything that they brought to the table over the years, but also now have them be able to show the current players that, hey, this is something that's very attainable if you put your mind to it and something that you work towards. You mentioned getting involved with the varsity club when you were a student and how that helped pave your path now to your role as president. What would you say is the best way for either crusaders of the present on campus or crusaders of the past who want to get more involved with the varsity club? What, what does the club need most from other crusaders? It's just the, the promotion of it. And, and something that we've been able to do this year is update the website. So we know a lot of when it comes to recent graduates, you, know, you can be at one address one day and another the next year. So I think on our end, something that we really focused on was getting up to date in our digital presence. So if you go on GoHolyCross.com, you can find the new and improved Varsity Club Hall of Fame page, and it, it has all of the information you need to get involved and be able to, one, see exactly what the club is up to, our yearly meetings, uh, all of that will be posted. So that's the best way, I would say. And then at the end of the year, we always hold an event for the outgoing seniors, and that's an uh, open invite to anyone that wants to be involved, whether you're in the Varsity Club or not. I encourage any individual or past athletes to just come and join us on a Saturday. It's usually on the weekend of homecoming or maybe a week after, but I think that if you come in, you just have a conversation and just understand what the club is about. It's something that, you know, past players will definitely want to be involved in moving forward. That's great. It always starts with a conversation. You graduated from Holy Cross in 2014. Following a few years in the professional world, you received your MBA from Cornell. Today, you're based in Boston, working in real estate development. You told me before this call that uh, you and your brother Kenny are, are cooking something up as well. You've been so entrepreneurial since you left Holy Cross. What do your career goals and aims look like now? Uh, so, yeah, as you mentioned, I'm, I'm deeply involved in uh, real estate development right now. Specific focus in, in affordable housing. So I think with my MBA and just learning from my cohort class of 2022, and also now uh, getting another master's degree from WPI actually coming back home to Worcester. Oh. Uh, I really wanna find out different ways how I can get innovative ways to leverage technology to increase production of affordable housing in Massachusetts. And you know, not only in Massachusetts, we see this as a 
issue from just a network that I have. This is an issue that's going on across the country. So I think that being able to, one, leverage the education, whether it's Holy Cross, Cornell, WPI, finding those different ways as the landscape of technology is changing, there's definitely a way now where we can put our heads together with some of the leaders that be the developers to find innovative ways where we can use technology to increase the housing production in Massachusetts and beyond. And that's such an important factor going forward here in the state of Massachusetts, something that as someone who works in the real estate business as well is, is talking about on a very consistent basis. That's wonderful to hear. I want to wrap it up with this, Gary. I mean, you've been such a great ambassador for Holy Cross. You're, you're representing the college in such a great way on a day-to-day -day basis. What kind of advice do you give to, to young entrepreneurs or current crusaders about how to maximize their opportunities and, and make the most of their time at Holy Cross? Yeah, so if I would, if I'd character, I'll say you know, three things that really worked for me and still working. I'd say the number one is the academic focus, right? That That is the end all be all. You can walk into a bunch of rooms with a bunch of different graduates, whether it's Holy Cross, it's Cornell, it's Harvard, but really being able to prioritize your studies now with what you're learning and doesn't matter what your major is, but just actively being engaged in your classes will help you build the relationships that you need to take advantage of, you know, some of the roads ahead. If you're going to switch career paths down the road, it's something that you're not going to know now, but if you have these relationships that you've built over the years, whether it's with classmates, professors, you'll always have that support to be able to take that next step, whatever it may be. The second would be networking. Again, building that network with alumni, different professionals in your field, things as simple as career fairs, networking events, alumni gatherings. It's something that's very important. They happen all over the country, a lot of it in Massachusetts. Really taking advantage of that because the specific job title probably hasn't been created yet. I've seen different individuals have a conversation and had, you know, different positions created in the company for them just because they explained their background and they understood that we think a different way if we go to Holy Cross. So we can bring something to the table when it comes to you know, working, whether it's with a startup Fortune 500 company, I think Holy Cross student can always separate themselves and set themselves apart from the way that we think. And the last one I'd say is uh, time management. There's only so many hours in a day, right? To whether you're an athlete and some of your personal commitments and balancing uh, what we're doing academically, being able to manage your time effectively will really help you to be able to, one, think clearly and manage anything that comes your way I don't want to say Holy Cross is a little bit sheltered, but again, living on campus, there are a lot of things that I didn't see that was out there. If students now can take some time, whether it's getting off campus and going into Boston or going into Worcester has changed so much, going out to different places of Worcester and goes back to networking and um, being involved in the community, just speaking to different people. Just don't be afraid to take some time away from your day-to-day -day activities and even if it's once a month or twice a month, being able to do something a little bit different can open your eyes to a lot of what's out there today. Gary Aqua, thank you so much for sharing your advice and your own personal Seder stories with us. Best of luck with your remaining term as president of the Varsity Club, and we'll look forward to seeing you around campus again soon. Thank you so much for your time today.
Thank you, Gary. We hope you all enjoyed this episode of Seder Stories. Make sure to subscribe on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify so you don't miss a single episode. And as always, please leave us a five-star rating and review. Those reviews are still the best way for fellow Crusaders to find our show. Thanks again for joining us on Seder Stories. I'm Kevin Gale. Go Cross Go. Go Cross Go.